Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs. Hello and welcome along to episode 75 of Talking Dogs on Thursday with myself, Barry Drake. We have another fabulous guest this week and uh, we're going to say hello and welcome Francis Murray Jr. to the Talking Dogs on Thursday podcast. And uh, as I said, um, Francis, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Thanks very much, Barry, um, for having me. So I suppose there's only one place to start, um, Francis. Obviously, um, the the Murray family have enjoyed some fabulous success over um, a couple of decades in in the world of greyhound racing. I suppose we might just go back to the the start and tell us about your your family's um, early days involved in the sport and how it all happened. Um, it's it's been um, greyhounds have been here since 1927. Um, my grandfather Michael or Mickey's it was called, he, he started it all off um, and he trained dogs here for years. Um, he was highly regarded, like he had a lot of good race winners and he won the Cesar which at Navan and several big competitions at the time. And then my father um, obviously was brought up with them and he really enjoyed it. And then he took out a license in 1977 and uh, He's had massive success, uh, still does today. Um, he um, himself and his his wife Kathleen, uh, my mother, um, make a great team. Um, and they, um, over the last sort of 50 odd years, um, they've had major success in classics and major events. Um, well, won the international four times and in Dundalk and the Produce Stakes three or four times in Cesarwich, the Scottish Derby, Easter Cup, Gold Cups, like you name it, um he's he's won it. Um apart from the Irish Derby, he's had several finalists but um just hasn't hasn't had the winner has eluded him yet, but hopefully now in the next next few years he, he he'll get that winner. Yeah, that's absolutely, I suppose, wonderful to taste all that success. You listed out so many um, famous competitions that have, you know, an, an unbelievable history. And I'm, su- I'm sure you must have had, you know, sitting down at your home, have, you know, chatting about wonderful stories um, in years gone by in our great sport. Yeah, so many great memories, um, mainly of um, two, two things, I suppose, the, the dogs, first and foremost, um and then the people, um, just the characters you meet along the way, um, just the people that worked in the yard here, and then like um, just the owners and friends you make, like um, just great people, like um, like and uh, memories for myself, I suppose, growing up, um, I can remember like going to the tracks all over Ireland with my father and been in the back of the van. Um, sort of keeping the tags, dogs calm and and chatting to the dogs and and doing me homework like, um. So I was multitasking, but um, I wouldn't change it for for anything. Like it was a, an unbelievable upbringing. Um, just to be outdoors the whole time and to be to be involved with um, such wonderful dogs. Um, they just like they just baffle their speed and then they're just so kind and gentle as well. And um, they're just great family dogs and. Um, yeah, I mean, um, I can remember Navin was 
a, a great track and I remember the Barry Cup was a great competition. Like I remember that was my first sort of big final as I was at the time to lead out a dog and he won um Clueless was the dog's name for Jim Grennan. And um just some great memories um from I suppose Dunmore um um it's an amazing track. Um amazing atmosphere and I can remember fifteen and twenty bookies and just um great great race and um the four three five distance was very unique and um the seven hundred as well and just um so many tracks back then to stick out in my mind. Shawfield as well, just for the great Gallivan track it is and just the success we had at both them tracks. Um especially with Droopy Sandy when he won the Scottish Derby. Yeah, what what year was that in Francis? Uh, that was in '94. Um, he did the track record in the final 29:39 for 500 meters, and it still stands today that track record. Um, and then we brought him back to Dunmore, and um, he was the only dog ever to break 23 seconds in Dunmore um, for the 435, and um, he. Um, he just was a special dog, and they were special tracks, uh, and still are. Chaffee uh, still is, um, and um, we um, we just um, I suppose it, it 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 set the set the scene. Like I mean, <coughs> for me when I was younger, like of I can remember being in Shawfield when Drupy Sandy came down the home straight. Like he won by I think eight or nine lengths, but just all the crowds throwing their programmes up in the air. I mean, Glaswegians love a, a favourite and, uh, you know, they love a bet and a night out and they just get an amazing reception. Like, um, just seeing all the programmes floating down through the through the sky, like, and you crossing the line, like, it was, um, it just, it stood me forever, like, it forever will. Um, but, um, I suppose then, um, you know, um, going into the, like, since then and throughout the years like my father um, he's just had you know he's had he's been lucky he's had some good dogs and some good owners but um, he's had some great success as well um, and um, I can remember more recently this was um, 2006 the Project Stakes in Clonmel um, I remember we had a dog Eskimo Jack was the dog's name and my father actually wasn't that keen on entering him, and myself and my sister Catherine sort of <laughs> pushed him into entering him. And he was the last, <clears throat> I remember he was the very last entry for the Project Stakes. Eddie Anderson took the entry, and he just made it into the draw, and he went on to win the final <clears throat> at, um, at 8 to 1. Um, and I can remember being there in the night, I had 100 jurors in him. I, I wouldn't be, that'd be like a, a massive bet for me. And um, so when he when he, he bombed out and won it, um, it made it even sweeter. Like, um, and then I suppose in in recent years, um, with Quail Hollow winning the international and Dock, um, was my father's fourth international. Um, I just remember the roar of the crowd at the third bend um, when he when he when he um, just just shot in front of the other dogs and. You know, made the race his, um, the Werner's tail. Um, it was just another great night. Um, but um, I suppose then, you know, um, Leslie Lindsay um, was a very 
was a firm favourite bitch of mine. She won the Cork Oaks in 2016 to um, illuminate um, a smoke pixie. Her mother won it in uh, 2012. So we rarely then trained them. And, um, you know, it was just, it was very special. Like the Cork Oaks is a great competition. Um, and then Fair Taxes got in the same year, was just beaten in the in the Scottish Derby final. And he was also rarely and, and trained here. So, um, yeah, um so many great memories. Um, like the Kirby a few years ago, it's a wonderful competition for pups. Um, getting three to the semi-finals that we bred and reared here as well, and you know got, got one into the final. Um, it, it was you know just to be part of that competition is special because it's you know it's it's the highlight on the calendar and it's um, it, it, it's it's a wonderful chance to, for pups and such great prize money. Um, yeah, so just looking forward to to more to making more memories and um enjoy more success. Um it's not hard hard not not easy earned, but you know, we work hard and hopefully we can keep going and and keep success coming. No doubt you will. And of course look you touched on, you know, a number of, you know, high profile greyhounds there um that you have enjoyed you've enjoyed some great success with. You you touched on breeding your own. Is that something you've always took serious? Uh, yeah, um, like we we've always bred a few litters. Like uh, Michael, my father, my granddad, he he did as well. Um, like we um, like we're primarily like uh, trainers. Like you know that's that's what we do. But I think um, you know like we've a few litters on the ground at present. But we are you know we're first we're, we're, we're you know foremost a trainer. Um, there's many trainers like you know breed a few litters in the year um, I suppose um, I suppose it just gives um, I suppose a, sort of a good balance um, you know just keeps keeps the keeps the kennel um, in stock and um, you know, it gives us opportunity to bring some talented young dogs through to the racing team um, and that um, like recently in Shelburne like we've introduced like um, dogs like Loch Nagar and Rannock Moore Leslie Lindsay Teamo um, you know just like Fair Haxis and, and like the likes of them like it's just um, it just gives you the opportunity like that if if you know if you need if you need the numbers like you have them there I think I think a lot of people are are, are doing the same thing now um, but yeah it's something we've always done um, and it's it's something I wouldn't change because I think it's important to have definitely without a doubt and look we all see a wonderful uh, picture of your, your dad at Shelburne Park last Saturday night a uh, great winner on the night fastest time of the night and you know I know that um, got a great interaction um, on, on social p- media one of the, the legends of the sport so still very much um, you know the main man um, your, your assistant and he, he's enjoying um, the sport still um, so much yeah, um, the the social media, the Shelburne Park Greyhound Stadium, um, uh, Facebook, you know, um, the photo did get a lot of attention. Um, I suppose it's just because, um, well, it was a good winner, like, and it was it, it, it was it was it was just the photo itself. Like he, um, he's just so long in the sport, and he's still like, you know, you know, so many years on, like he's still like twenty twenty two, he's still turning out. Um, you know, good winners in Shelburne on a Saturday night, like, 
which isn't an easy gun, as, as, as you know. Um, so he, um, like, he's still in charge. He's still the main man, and he's up every morning at six o'clock. Um, you know, he's an inspiration to anyone that wants to train dogs, um, especially myself. But to any any young man or woman that's interested in it, um, like he's up every morning at six o'clock, and you know, he goes out and enjoys doing all the activities with the dogs and you know is a healthy man and you know it's a great it's a great way of life and um i mean he's the proof of the value of that like he's been doing it for 50 years and he's fresh man like you if you looked at him like you know spoke to him you wouldn't think he's he is the age he is but um about him about me taking over or him and hanging up the lead probably probably a question for him but <laughs> yeah, he he uh, like there's a lot of interest from him still, and and uh, I, I just love to support him to continue to do the great work he does. Like because he's you know to me he's he's just a genius at what he does. So. It, it's obviously it's obvious. I suppose you work very well together. Tell us a bit about your operation at the moment. What kind of numbers are you you dealing with, and, and your day to day routine, Francis? Okay, so we're based um, just outside Mullingar. Um, and um we um we normally only keep around ten to fifteen race dogs um at any one time. Um obviously we'd have the pups as well, um, you know, two or three litters just to keep to keep you in stock. And um the dogs are the dogs are, you know, they're exercised daily, um, very happy dogs. Um our operation I suppose it's very I suppose organic, like um, kind of daily sort of uh, field walking, galloping, or swimming. Um, you know, we have vet facilities here on site um, at the kennels, but we're also very lucky to have some great friends um, nearby that has shared their facilities too. So, um, yeah, um, like we're a family-run business. We have been for years. Um, um, so it's like we have myself and my dad and my mom, um, some full and part time staff, plenty of help, like which is very important. And obviously my family, um, sisters and brothers and that, like we have all have uh, you know, all do their bit and their kids as well are great, um, you know, friends of the family and that would be runners at two or three venues of a Saturday like to help out and bring the dogs and stuff. So um like my sister's young lad Connor is only twelve. He 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 loves the dogs, and he comes out, like in the summer holidays. He spends he spends a lot of it here, and you know on his on his breaks from school. And uh, it's just wonderful to see like kind of a fourth generation like Murray just you know um, having such an interest like and um, you know I'm just enjoying it so much. Um, and um, we. Uh, yeah, I suppose like um we're very essentially located, so we're very lucky in that sense because um like we're not we're not like we're not too far from a lot of the tracks. Um, you know, Shelburne's only an hour and a bit away, so you know, it's it's not a it's not a big journey on a dog. And um, you know, Mullingar and um and the dog aren't that far away either, so Mullingar's beside us, sure, but um yeah, it's um yeah, it's a family-run affair, but um, we're very lucky to have such good friends around us too. 
Brilliant stuff. Obviously, look, Lock Grimes was uh, a most impressive winner in Shelburne Park on, on Saturday night. No doubt you'll have um, high hopes um, for him going forward for the coming year. Is there anything else you're looking forward to at this early stage? Um, yeah, Lock Grimes ran, ran, ran well on Saturday. Um, he's coming back into form. He, uh, he had a good rest there and uh, he's, he's fresh and, and anything could happen with him. Um, he um, you know the race probably to make up the race Saturday night um, suited suited him, um, and you know he got first run and went well. He's probably going to need more early pace dogs in the in the competition in the Gold Cup, um, and his brother Craigan Moore also was tried for a race, and he is a very fast dog. Um, he's had a, he has been off for a while too. Um, we have him. We think we have him coming back uh, right now, and he. Um, He'll need the race on Saturday, so hopefully if he could qualify, it'd be brilliant. If he doesn't, it's a race for him. Um, 2022, it couldn't have started any better. Like um, We had a winner in Dundalk, and we had a good winner in Shelburne. And, um, yeah, I suppose, um, I suppose with the way the world is today, with the pandemic and everything, just be great to see a return to living our normal lives. Um, I miss a lot of things like that I would have did, you know, just for myself and then just with the racing and the crowds and just to feel more comfortable um, you know you know the way it is um, just as far as with the dogs then really just to have a, a, a successful team of, of, of healthy dogs and happy dogs and you know just continue the story of, of the Greyhound you know racing here built by my grandfather and father uh, Crooked Wood like um, and um we have some nice younger dogs coming on, and and we have like the sort of you know small few race dogs. Um, but yeah, um, I think um, excited about you know the younger dogs, and and um, looking forward to hopefully having a hopefully having a couple of rounds of the Gold Cup. We'll see how we go. Brilliant stuff, and um, I'm sure the door is always open for that really good dog. Of course, yeah. Um, we. Um, like, like as I've already said, we're primarily trainers. Like, um, and we, um, yeah, we, we we have everything that a dog would need here. Like, and um, we we would travel with a dog anywhere. You know, if we thought the dog was good enough, and if we thought that the track would suit him, um, and that um, we'd have no problem traveling with dogs. Like, um, it's just as you know yourself. Just with, with traveling with dogs, like you need to have the dog to, in, to begin with, and and then you can then you then you can uh, you can justify traveling with them. Like that's exactly it. Look, well, you're a family that have enjoyed some amazing success over the last couple of decades, and I'm sure you'll continue to do that um, going forward in the world of uh, greyhound racing. It was a uh, fantastic speaking to you today on the podcast, Francis. I think that's about it. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we finish up? Um, <coughs> no. Um, I think we covered most stuff. Um, I suppose um, <clears throat> just to say that um, you know I I I really enjoy what I do, and I I think that you know um, that 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 the greyhound racing like um, you know has has a huge future. Um, you know the board are doing wonderful work on the <clears throat> rehoming front and the welfare side of it. And I think that, you know, it's 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 a work in progress, and you know, 
when things do get, you know, and are getting there, when they do get to where they want to be, um, I think the, you know, people and sponsors will get involved with the sport uh, a lot more because it is a wonderful sport and, you know, it's a unique sport and it's, um, it's, um, it has every chance to flourish again. But uh, just with a combination of things, it's, um, it's, you know, it's it's going through a, I suppose a, you know, a transition period. But it's 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 the future is bright. Yeah, it certainly is, Francis. Very well put. Um, certainly going uh, the 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 right way, and you know, a long way at last. And you know, as you said there, um, you know, when when you're doing something you you enjoy doing, like you don't um trend grounds, it just makes life that um little more easier. Yeah, it sure does. I mean, if you if you um if if you love your job, they say if you love your job, you never work a day in your life. So um, and there's not many people that can say that. Um, so um, like the you know the dogs the dogs love what they do. They love to run and chase, and um, you know they love to um, you know when when they're finished their racing career, they love to be rehomed and, and go to a, you know um to a family and have a happy retirement and. Um, you know, it's you know, it's it's just very important in life that that you're happy, like, and to enjoy what you do. And thankfully, I do, and so did the dogs. So it's all around. Um all around good news like yeah it sure is look it's a great combination you're off to a flying start in in 2022 long may that last keep the winners coming and no doubt we'll catch up with you at a later stage sound Barry thanks very much and appreciate the interview Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake for all the latest greyhound racing news check out grisland.ie forward slash talking dogs